be boundless hi everyone welcome to the very first dose in the be boundless series be boundless is about maximizing every moment of your life it's about living up to your full potential irrespective of what situation you are in it's about being the best version of yourself throughout your life so in this series you will have a smattering of neurology a little bit of science tons and tons of real life experience and oodles of positive psychology by the way i am ramji walat i am the happiest and most positive individual i have ever met in my life and with me i have today my young friend shantanu you who shantanu you see what i did there right i said you who shantanu so you have yeah, to introduce yeah. yourself uh well so <laughs> i am actually in a phase of my life where i'm trying to learn a bunch of different things for a long time i was a drama teacher communication skills teacher as well and i'm in the process of just trying to learn as much as i can which is what brings us here and so i guess what are we starting with well uh, since i'm the happiest individual i have met in my life i think we should talk about those aspects which build Absolutely. happiness and uh, help people become the happiest individuals they have met in their lives right uh, so just to start off with i just want to talk about happiness right uh, all of our lives whatever we do in life is ultimately to find happiness whether you are having a nice bag of whiskey or whether you are going for a movie or you are having a vacation or spending time with your family or desperately running after making more money uh, or wanting to become powerful any of these things in life are ultimately because you feel those destinations right, will give you right. happiness the idea of be boundless is to make sure that the journey itself is full of happiness and the kind of things that we talk about will always not only make you successful but also add to happiness right so we'll talk about my favorite so- topic my favorite quality which makes people hugely happy uh any uh, guesses i guess it starts with a g <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah you got the spelling right uh we're talking right. about gratitude here so gratitude in my opinion is the one quality which tremendously makes people happy you know in uh, many of my my talks and i have addressed over 120000 people in the last 5 years so in many of the talks to corporate people uh, who are actually from mm-hmm. great companies earning fantastic salaries i ask them on a scale of 1 to 5 how happy are you and usually it is there is a, mostly it is around 3 mm-hmm. and 4 there are few people who are in 5 uh, and there are many who are at 2 and 1 and i find it amazing that these people who are listening to my talk who are possibly in the top 1% to 3% in terms right. of privilege in this country right i mean they they the cream of yeah, the yeah. cream de la cream the cream of the cream and their happiness quotient is only about 50% why is it not 99% why is it not 99% why can't they be happy with what they have and the answer always comes back to gratitude uh if you are feeling entitled for what you already have then there is no happiness in life at the same time if you actually feel grateful for every single thing that you have that's when you get happiness right 
Um, so gratitude is a very powerful quality. It empowers you because it makes you happy, which is anyway the ultimate right. goal for everybody. Right. No, I guess that, that, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, uh, something that I've been trying to do recently is also be more uh, grateful. But um, I am wondering sort of, you know, when you go to these talks, when you talk to these people, uh, do you feel like it's, it's just a matter of them not really being aware or conscious of the fact that they are so lucky? Is that just, is, is that just simply what it is? Yeah, it's a matter of actually focusing on it. So, uh, for example, I'll just give a couple of examples, okay? Um, there was a study conducted in one of the U.S. universities where they compared a bunch of people who had won a lottery about mm -hmm. three months back. And the lottery ranged between $150,000 to a million dollars, right? And another bunch of people uh, randomized, ra randomly selected to be similar to these people who've had an accident and who had become paraplegic. So they had actually lost the use of their lower limbs three months back. And they compared the, they had this uh, questionnaire or survey which was given to both these sets of people to measure their happiness. And these are validated uh, surveys which give you scientifically a, a, a kind of uh, idea of mm -hmm. how much, how happy these people are. And they found that the happiness between the two groups was almost the same. So people who had just become paraplegic yeah. who had lost their the use of their lower limbs are as happy as people who had just won a lottery. And when you go back and find out why this was so and you actually get deeper into it, you'll, they found that it is because the people who had become paraplegics were so grateful for all the support that they were getting in life for all the people who were caring for them that they were right. genuinely happy. Right. And the others, for them, they had all, all, already normalized the fact that they had got the money. So it is no longer mm. something which had to, yeah. they had to be happy. That was a momentary happiness, whereas this is yeah. an ongoing right. happiness. Uh, you know, in my, you know, I am a co-founder of a startup company, a tech startup company, and we have many people who come from uh, very difficult backgrounds. We recruit engineers from smaller towns. And many of them have come from very poor backgrounds. And I find that the level of commitment of some of these people are much higher because they're very grateful for having been, been given an opportunity to work right. in a great company and uh, learning so much and contributing so much that they are so committed to the work. And we never see them cribbing or complaining about what they don't have. Whereas those from much more privileged backgrounds usually complain a lot right. more. So that's, yeah, that's yeah no, I mean, uh, it was uh, pretty recently, actually, that I had a friend who, who I would consider, you know, pretty privileged, not that we all aren't. Uh, but, you know, we were sort of uh, having a little early morning jog on the beach. And uh, it was very early in the morning, it was maybe 3 or 4am. And around that time is also when the fishermen pull in their haul of the day. Uh, and, or, and they're, in the process of lugging out these massive nets and we had taken a moment to sort of have a break and he's looking at me and he's giving, you know, he's, he's venting a little bit about some of the bad experiences he's had lately and how difficult his life is. And, you know, not that those problems are small, but we look to our right and there are these, these men who are doing extremely hard physical labor uh, very early in the morning 
and it takes all of their effort. It takes at least 20 of them to pull out this massive net with all the fish. And it was just, you know, you take a moment to sort of say, you know, if I look to my right, there's always going to be somebody who doesn't have what I have. So it is important to, you know, take that and change, get a fresh perspective. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I keep thinking we are talking about uh, the economy going going down and all, and we yeah. are sitting in nice, wonderful homes, maybe air-conditioned yeah. offices, etc. And today, right now, as we speak, there are people who are slogging it out at 45 yeah. to 48 degrees centigrade, doing yeah. hard labor. Out. Everything is relative that way. So, of <laughs> course, there are people who are, who are suffering yeah. out there and, and we're not really capable of understanding the difference. But, uh, I mean, yeah, which is why gratitude is so important, I guess. See, and there are so many other things that we need to feel grateful for. Forget the fact that we are in the top one to three percent or all that kind of stuff look at the fact that each of us have about 30 trillion cells in our body right uh, 30 trillion is like three followed by zero 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 all the way up to 12 zeros right uh, 13 zeros sorry <laughs> 30 trillion cells are coming together to give you what is called life. I mean, that itself is an incredible miracle, right? The, the, the fact that they are all working together yeah. to give you what you are. And the, it doesn't stop there. There are, for the, if you have 30 trillion cells in your body, there are 39 trillion microbes or bacteria, etc. in your body. So there are more microbes than there are human cells in your body. And we actually owe our survival to these right. bacteria. If they were not there in your gut and doing lots of stuff, which are part of our life process, uh, we would not be alive. Uh, so I promised some science. Here's some more science. Uh, every generation, hum human beings on an average, have about 175 mutations in their DNA. So these mutations are random mutations which happen because of whatever reasons. And because of those mutations, you could actually end up with a rare disorder which will completely uh, make your life miserable. But most of us do not have that and we should feel incredibly right. grateful that that random mutation did not come and hit us. Right. right? So... Uh, there is so much we have to be grateful for. Apart from what I said about the fact that every day we are depending on so many people who we don't even know for our daily, daily survival, right? From a, from a farmer in the field to somebody who is a, a headload worker who is carrying the farm produce to the, from the, to the factory maybe and which is getting processed. There is workers there who are doing it. There are people who in the retail outlets who are um, standing there for eight to 10 hours and dispensing stuff. There are people who are delivering stuff to your house. So many people who are invisible to you, garbage collectors, they're all contributing to your well-being. So there's so much we have to be grateful for. In life. Yeah. yeah, no, absolutely. And, uh, you know, I mean... As you've already said, you know, gratitude is, let's say, one of the key ingredients to happiness. But uh, I'm sort of wondering, why, why is that? Why is it something that, you know, it seems 
very obvious, but uh, I mean, not all of us go about doing that. In fact, I can think of plenty of people who have a hundred reasons to be grateful, but we don't. And uh, so how would you go about explaining to someone, you know, why they should try and be, let's say, actively grateful? So if it is somebody who is inclined towards science and science is actually, science Mm -hmm. speaks the truth. the, there is enough research that proves that there are a couple of chemicals which are called neurotransmitters which are generated in the brain when you are grateful. So there is something called serotonin and there is something called dopamine. These are both neurotransmitters which make you happy in life. And uh, this is the reason why whenever you are grateful, uh, sorry, I, uh, whenever you are grateful, these neurotransmitters are released and they add to happiness. So purely scientifically, if you look at it, forgetting all this positive psychology and all that, just chemistry tells us that gratitude leads to happiness. Right. And um, so what I was sort of thinking about is, you know, it seems so obvious and, and you've made it pretty clear that, you know, those are the types of things that'll, that one can benefit with if they're trying to be grateful all the time. Recently, I've been on sort of a, a little bit of an introspective journey trying to figure out the things I should be grateful for. Uh, you know, I have realized that at some point, you know, maybe I have, I have grown up very privileged, you know, and it's uh, difficult to accept that because, you know, you're around people who are also just as privileged as you, and it's difficult to see that for what it is. Uh, but recently I've had the, again the privilege of getting to know some people who are not who didn't grow up the way I grew up who didn't have so many of the things I did and you know I I think it's important for everyone to take a little bit of a step back maybe kill your ego just a little bit uh, because those moments of realizing you know these people have done just as well as you or gone above and beyond you with less uh, is sort of a a moment of awakening, you know, you sort of realize that there's, the world is a big place and there's a lot going on out there that you maybe don't understand. And, uh, you know, you were lucky enough to be shielded from. And, uh, you know, so, so now I'm trying to, trying to actively be grateful every single day. But of course, you know, there are, there are times where I'm falling back and forth. And, you know, there are times where I realize, oh, you know, I'm maybe I should be more grateful, uh, than I am. Um, uh, have you ever had those moments where, you know, you're trying to be grateful, but uh, maybe sometimes we don't quite succeed? Uh, so, first of all, I must say that uh, you are ahead of the curve quite a bit. Huh? If you look at your age versus where you've reached in life, <laughs> I think your name is sort of befitting. Right, right. And you're called Shant. So, pretty soon you'll become the most <laughs> Shant guy I have in right, my life. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> because yeah. gratitude does make people very calm and happy, right? Uh, I've I've definitely had moments like that. Huh? So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and and this is why I said you're ahead of the curve because when, especially when I was younger, it was all about making more for myself and adding value to myself. Value in the general terms, I mean more money, right? So those were the focus areas, yeah. and yeah. one just forgot that uh, uh, one is very, very, very privileged. So, for example, I'll tell you, you know, I when I joined Titan uh, 
as my first job, right, in watches. I was a management trainee and there were a bunch of us who were management trainees who had joined the company. And I was very happy to be in the company because I was on the, it was one of the top marketing companies in the country. And I had joined for a sales and marketing role. Right. But as after I joined there, we started talking about salaries and comparing our salaries to the salaries of our peers. And Titan was not the best paymaster. So we started cribbing and complaining about the company. And pretty soon we started looking at everything that happened in the organization with a lens of, uh, you know, uh, some kind of disdain at whatever was happening. And that actually right, led right, to right. us underperforming to our, our own potential. And this is about performing to your potential, right? Mm, mm. We had a lot of potential, but we were all cribbing and complaining so much that we were fo not focused on actually working properly. And I remember there was another person who had joined, who was not a management trainee, so a couple of levels below me. Uh, and he was a colleague of mine and he was handling a couple of products. I was handling a couple of products. And he picked up one of the products which I didn't want to touch because it is a low-priced product. And he converted that into one of the most right. top sellers in the organization for the company. And it became a sub-brand, which is the most prized sub-brand in the organization. So if I had, the, I mean, I had the opportunity to do it, but I was so focused on my own cribs and complaints that I didn't do that. So I was entitled. He was grateful. Mm. That was the difference. Mm. Yeah. You know, I haven't spent a lot of time in a corporate setting, but in the, the time that I have, I think, you know, if that, that it's very easy for that to become the culture of the workplace that everyone sort of decides, you know, where we're going to, it's always, you know, let's say the client's fault or the, or management's fault or HR's fault. And when you get into that sort of rhythm, then that becomes also an easy an out, you know, an escape that you can go through. You know, I, I, don't I couldn't do enough or I couldn't produce work that was up to the mark so it's the client's fault you know I didn't get enough time uh, all those different reasons that you come up with and it's uh, self-defeating uh, absolutely true level. and that sort of brings me to the benefits of gratitude right and especially for professionals so <clears throat> people yeah. who are grat grateful first of all make much better managers because uh, they feel grateful to their teams and they acknowledge the contribution by their team members. And that acknowledgement by a manager can substantially increase the level of productivity of a team. So grateful people are better managers. Mm -hmm. uh, gratitude reduces the work pressure, right? Uh, because uh, you are coming to your office feeling happy to be part of that team and part of the organization. So you are always less stressed, you're happier. So work stress reduces, collaboration increases, happiness increases, uh, and hence commitment increases. And uh, also, uh, you know, there are studies about leaders who talk to their subordinates uh, with, a, uh, with a lot of gratitude. And there is a study which actually says those leaders are far better at delivering to their potential and ensuring that the company's growth is better. So there are a series of professional advantages right, right. for just being grateful. Yeah, 
Yeah. And, uh, you know, as much as we want to talk about the professional aspects as well, I am wondering a little bit about, you know, in your personal life, like, you know, have you seen, what are some of the effects it's had on you? So, so you know that my life has gone through a complete crucible experience and multiple crucible experiences, right? I've had yeah. uh, a debilitating autoimmune disorder. I was almost crippled and I had to rebuild my life. I don't think I could have done yeah. any of this if I was not eternally grateful to many things, right? I mean, so if you were to ask me to tell you who are the people I'm grateful for, it's like a, it's be like a dictionary, you know, be a thick book. So starting with my parents who uh, I think right. instilled the right qualities in me to have been able to handle so many tough situations and then convert them into something of a success. My wife, actually, who has held my hand through the toughest of times and literally held my hand up because I have a problem of tripping and falling every once in a while. For the last 14 years, uh, she's actually held my hand. When I had to leave my corporate life, it was she who picked up the entire slack, earning the salary for both of us, taking care of the kids, taking care of me. Um, there are so many colleagues, friends who have helped me. There, in, in fact, there are colleagues who have had to lace the... Sh- I mean, the tie the laces of my shoes uh, because I couldn't do it with my fingers. Right. Uh, there are doctors, nurses who have helped me uh, every time I've had to be hospitalized. Uh, there are so many people I need to be grateful for. So what happens is the emotional benefits of gratitude kicks in. So as I already said, you know, it, it, in, it increases dopamine and serotonin production. That's one aspect of it. Then... Uh, it also increases psychological well-being. It reduces stress. And I could handle this intensely stressful situation comfortably because of gratitude. The other thing is, you know, uh, I might as well now complete the whole gamut of benefits of gratitude. Uh, social benefits are amazing. Right? People mm. who are grateful typically... They do not have that arrogant, you know, I made myself, uh, so uh, you guys can kiss my shoes right, kind right. of an attitude, right? Uh, these are people who are mm, grateful mm, for mm. any small thing also that they get. And hence, they have a much better set of friends. People are comfortable being with them because uh, they are always expressing their gratitude to those around them. So they make better friends. So the right. social network of people who are grateful is far stronger and far larger than those who are not. Uh, in Especially in marriages, for example, yeah. if you look at it, the ability to be grateful for your spouse and uh, acknowledging that every once in a while is something which makes a marriage very strong. And that uh, you right. will find that people who have long, happy marriages are the ones who are very grateful to each other. And uh, so that's on social benefits. Yeah. And on the personal benefit, of course, it's like you also become more optimistic when you're grateful because you feel that there are people around who will help you, uh, if, you if things get tough. And so people who are grateful have a yeah. much better, brighter view of the future than the other ones. Also, what happens is when you feel happy about people helping you, you also want to be part of the bandwagon. So you also want to help people. And so 
the flip side of gratitude which is compassion also increases with gratitude and last but not the least uh, yeah physical yeah. health improves with gratitude okay so if you want to live a happy long life uh you be happy, <laughs> you be grateful right so what happens is because the stress levels go down got it, got it. cortisol levels go down in the body that reduces the bp that reduces cardiovascular issues uh serotonin dopamine being in the body it and it encourages you to exercise physical exercise so you become more active your immune system becomes better with gratitude so <laughs> so you want to pick one quality that you must embrace it is gratitude yeah no i mean it sounds like a good good one to pick up you're going to pick <laughs> up you're already on the path so you don't have to worry um <laughs> yeah no i mean you, you mentioned a lot of stuff there that i mean that is very important i mean to me as well specifically uh you know i've really tried at least let's say in recent years to be vocal at least to you know my friends to the relationships that i that i value family to to say you know when i when i appreciate something that they do or or to say you know that i give them compliments or just to say that you know you know i care about you and what i find that is while there are some people that are uncomfortable with that sort of thing those people eventually either warm up to it or they're not ready for it and they will slowly make their way out of your life in which case maybe they weren't supposed to be there in the first place uh so but but you know the what it ha- what it does do is it develops a relationship that's very you know authentic and honest and uh, and yeah you're constantly just grateful for one another yeah so you know so um, there is a concept called circle of gratitude and it's an increasing circle so it starts with gratitude for what one has like one's uh, body one's health one's education one's privileges uh your upbringing those kind of things uh then the relationship that you have your parents your spouse your children your friends uh, so that is the next mm. level the third level is gratitude towards society as i said this invisible net which is always supporting you and the fact that we exist in a civilized society mm. right otherwise um, with my kind of illnesses i would be dead long back right nobody would have been hunting for me and getting feeding me day in and day out uh, i would have been dead long back so and that applies to many of us right we are who are not physically in the greatest of shape if there was no civilization we would all be most probably dead then the other one is uh, this is the important one na no? uh, gratitude while giving so you would expect actually the person who getting to feel gratitude but flip it around and think of it yeah. this way that feeling uh, the ability to give to somebody and help somebody else is actually one of the one of the highest levels of achievement that you can get and you are actually helping another person another human being to become have a better life and so one should feel tremendously grateful for giving so i have been uh, working in azim premji foundation for the last 10 years the foundation has helped many organizations ngos etc to help the most underprivileged people in the country people who are who can barely make two ends meet uh, on a daily basis 
And the best thing about the foundation I found is that people who are actually doing this job of giving out grants, etc., or working with the poorest of poor, they do not do it thinking that, hey, I am the big one, so I am giving down this benefits to others. They actually feel grateful for the privilege of having been uh, been able to do this. And hence, right. I find that the foundation is looked up and uh, respected so much by the people who we work with. Uh, and uh, so gratitude while giving is an essential feature to have. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I have maybe one last question, which is, you know, if you trying to get into the practice of everything we've just talked about, trying to be more grateful on a day-to-day basis, are there any practices, any tips you might give someone? How do they imbue that into themselves? Absolutely. So the basic principle is that any quality that you want to cultivate in yourself, you would be able to do it by doing some daily practices. Why? Because our brain has got something called neuroplasticity. It's constantly rewiring itself. Whatever you do will become strengthened and it will become easier and easier for you to do that next time. So on a daily basis, for example, if there are few things that you can do, uh, every morning think of, wait for, you know, spend five minutes thinking of all the things that you have, which are amazing. Um, and just list that in your mind and feel good about it. That will start the day off with gratitude, right? At the end of the day, think of all the good things that happened to you that day. And even if it is somebody smiling at you or somebody giving you a compliment, whatever it is, right? Feel grateful for that. Then thank as many people as possible on a daily basis. The, just the act of thanking is something which makes you feel great. And... Uh, Next one, and this is a very, very important and essential one, and a very interesting one, that surprise somebody with gratitude uh, on a daily basis. So it can be as simple as, I mean, and my wife does this very well. So when she goes to a mall or something, there are these car parking, uh, the car parks in which there are attendants who actually take, collect the money from car parks, cars. Yeah. And nobody even looks at them, right? They right. just buy, give the money or... Um, and wait for the gate to be opened and then they go in. What my wife does is she gives a broad smile to that person and say, thank you so much. And you should see the surprise on their faces, right? They feel wonderful that somebody is actually acknowledged what they're doing and that somebody is grateful for what they're doing. So that surprising somebody with a gratitude will fill you with happiness. And last but not the least, this is a difficult one to do, but I have now sort of half mastered it and still trying to do this, is that uh, think of a situation where you've really been affected very negatively. Uh, for me, for example, it is that mm. crippling disorder and paralysis which I had. And then think of right. one good thing at least that has come out of it. And once you focus on that, then be tried and be grateful for that experience that you've gone through. See, that experience is in the past. You cannot change it. The best you can do is to figure out the best things that happened from that experience, which made you a better person. So every time either you make a mistake or you go through a tough time or somebody actually 
behaves badly with you, whatever it is, right? Uh, at that moment, I'm sure it's very difficult to feel grateful about that instantly. But think back on those and think of the things that yeah. came out of it. And at least one or two things you can find to be grateful about. So, yeah, these are the daily practices which can make you feel grateful. So, Shant, if you want to be more Shant, start practicing some of these. <laughs> I'll do that. I'll do that. And anyone listening, make sure you practice too. Uh, any uh, last words for our audience before we yeah, wrap there up is a our first episode? Very important lesson that remember that we all have these 30 odd trillion cells in our body, which are doing this incredible dance of coordination between each other to give us this amazing gift called life. So enjoy every minute of it. We feel wonderful and grateful that you are existing and that's my message if you like what you heard subscribe and keep up to date with the be boundless podcasts